Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Well, hello, hello. There you are. Here I am. Great. <laughs> I am so excited about this topic today. Oh, I, I know I am too. It's um, something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. So yeah. So for those that don't know, we're doing this remotely, obviously, because of the whole, you know, stay at home orders thing. So we don't really see each other and talk about everything up front like we normally do when we get together in person we usually chat first and like hey we're going to talk about this and stuff so we're just kind of doing everything over the computer and I'm looking at your notes and I'm so excited because I have something to tell you that I haven't told you yet it's going to be hilarious okay <laughs> well late on me because I'm excited no you go you go first please. okay start start how are all you right doing? so today we're going to talk about um nutrition versus exercise and which is more important which I don't know if you get this question a lot or not so much that question, but just the concerns behind it or the inquisitions, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> but I, 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 have, I have to constantly explain this to people. And I don't mind explaining it, but I'm just surprised that more people um, aren't aware of this of, you know, nutrition versus exercise and which one is more important. So um, I'm sure that you've, because I know I have, found yourself eating something um, that you probably shouldn't be and then telling yourself, oh, it's okay. I'll go to the gym later and work it off. You know, I had that cookie, but Oh, I'll just... I used to live by that yeah. motto. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure you have a lot of clients that are in that mentality too, uh, yes. where they're just like, "Oh, you know, I I ate really work bad yesterday. I had some cakes, so I'm just gonna I'll run it off today." I've even caught myself saying, "I'm like, you know, sure. I indulged a little bit. Maybe I should do that workout." <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know that, and that's <laughs> that's just kind of how we wired our brains. Yeah. Over the, you know, the habits that we've created over the years. And, you know, that, that's okay. Um, it, but we have to constantly remind ourselves um, that that's, I mean, I say it's okay, but really we should kind of get out of that. Yeah. You know, we shouldn't tie food to, because it's almost like attaching it to negative behavior. Right. Like food, eating food, especially the food you like, that's negative behavior. Yeah. So, um, you know, you, yeah, you're punishing yourself. You're, you've heard that expression, cardio, cardio punishing yourself. Oh, my gosh. That used to be me. Yeah. How so did you know? <laughs> you, you know, you eat a slice of pizza or you eat a piece of cake and you're like, oh, I got to run it off on the treadmill. Yep. Yep. So it's just, you know, getting, getting into that whole mindset, um, that we just really need to kind of break away from, but nutrition versus exercise, which is more, well, actually, so I wanted to bring up something that I saw the other day. 
Um, okay. you, you and I are part of a group. It's, um, and right now they're doing like a fitness challenge. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them have got like the Peloton bikes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with the Peloton bikes? Uh, so I, I actually just bought one. Um, oh, did you? <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, you know how I feel about cardio. I know, um, I, I know, I, I am surprised. <laughs> so, so let me explain. <laughs> um, not that I need to explain myself, but I'm going to because I know people are probably like, um, for those that know me, know I hate cardio. So, I started out years ago, like I was a cardio queen, and that's what got me to that magic number on the scale years mm-hmm. ago, right? Mm-hmm. Um. And I did it for so long and so hard, like, I ended up hating it. And I still don't like it. I am a weights girl through and through. I love to lift weights. That's my jam. Mm -hmm. However, as I'm nearing 40, Mm -hmm. it is not as easy as it used to be. Weird Um, how that works out. I, I know. I know. And I remember when I was in my early 30s, I remember, like, man, things just aren't coming off as easy as it used to, right? Um, so I'm running into that. Um, it's, it's too hot here in Texas, like to just go out and do cardio. I am not Mm -hmm. a group class person. Mm -hmm. I don't do boot camps. I don't do any of that jazz. Um, and I actually don't like spinning at all, which (sighs) makes it even funnier. Um, And I'm always bitching about cardio, but here's what sold me. Um, it's the competitiveness Mm of it. Mm -hmm. I, I am a huge competitor. So if I can get on that bike, I know it's a great workout. I've done spin a handful of times. And as much as I hate it, I always feel so good after because I've kicked my own ass. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's enough. It's not something that I'm going to do two and three times a day like a Mm -hmm. lot of people are doing. Mm -hmm. um, Because I know that's not going to help me keep the physique that I want. Um, you can't just, you know, cardio it up for hours on end and mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. So anyway, so yeah, I caved, I bought one. Um, but you know me, I'm going to use it like minimally because that's really just what I need to maintain. Mm-hmm. And it just sounds kind of fun cause I'm sick and like to torture myself. So yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so you know me, I love, I love spinning. I taught it for years. I, I miss yes. it. And I actually thought about getting a Peloton, but I'm not there because right now I just don't have the time. I, I yeah. because I, I do get cardios through the classes I teach, the other classes right, I teach. Right. But it's something like if I bought a Peloton, that would be just for me. That wouldn't right. be like when I teach classes, obviously that's not just for me, that's for other people. Um right. but I agree with you that so you know, some, some of the people that I've been seeing or doing it are doing like two and three rounds. Which right. good on them. That is awesome that they want to do that. My concern is, okay, is that something that you really should be doing? Because would you be able to maintain that? Um, right. You know, it, and are you doing it because you enjoy it? Or are you doing it because you feel like you have to in order to get to your goal? Because that's right. and, the question. Yeah. Real question. And- and I think so, you know, right now it's kind of a, a, a toughy, toughy, um, a touchy subject too, because mm-hmm. the one hand, like I'm so excited that so many people are jumping on 
improving their health. Absolutely. Both, both physically and it's a great mental outlet, right? Like it makes my heart so happy. My concern like yours is that when things do get back to normal, right? This is not something that they can keep up. And, you know, they can't ride two, two and three rides a day or an hour or two a day because of the work-life balance, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, shuttling kids to activities and, and all that. And my concern is that it's going to hit them harder later because they're going so hard so fast now and then they have an abrupt stop. I, I'm worried what that's going to do to them mentally as well. Absolutely. Does that make sense? Oh, Yeah. And you know what? We're home more, so we're probably eating more. So they're like, oh, okay, right. you know, I'm writing more to make up for that. Well, yeah. you stop writing, and you're not going to stop eating more, at least not right away. Your metabolism right. now is all kinds of hyped up. And right. you're going to want to eat more because you've been yeah. eating more. But you're Girl, not. that's why I lift weights so I can eat more. <laughs> but you're not exercising more now. And yeah, you right. you know, you you'll probably bring down, you know, how much you're eating, but it's not gonna be right away. Right. Um, so it's just I'm again, I'm super excited that all these people are jumping on this fitness band bandwagon and like, you know, pushing themselves and they've got a group going. I just want to make sure that they're mindful about what happens after the fact. Right. It's like what we always say is what you're starting or what you're doing long-term sustainable. Yes. So going back to nutrition versus exercise, which is most more important. Well, it depends on what you're looking at, but I mean, if you're looking at weight loss or just overall like body composition and health nutrition is going to be the effector like it's going to be um the one that's going to give you the most results one way or the other right so you know you have to burn off more calories than you're taking in um in order to burn fat Right. Um, so, for example, okay, so they say a pound of fat consists of 3,500 calories. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking to lose some fat, uh, you need to burn more calories than you're taking in. So just say that you set up a goal for yourself that you're going to drop a pound of fat, not a pound, because a pound is different than a pound of fat. You can drop mm-hmm. a pound of water weight. You can drop a pound of muscle. Um, we're talking strictly a pound of fat. So if you're going to drop a pound of fat in a week, what you can do is you can start off by dropping your calories about 500. If you're looking at a week, you divide 3,500 because 3,500 is a pound of fat, 3,500 calories. And if you drop it 500 calories a day, there's seven days in a week. That's how I'm coming up with this number. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So, um, burn $500. So if you're taking in, just say that you on a normal day expend about 2,500 calories. So if you consistently eat at 2000 calories each day, which is 500 less, then you will lose a pound of fat in that week. Mm -hmm. 
So you still with me? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Now, how do we drop that 500 calories? Well, or how do we burn off that 500 calories? Um, so most workouts don't burn about 500 calories. Um, so it never really pans out. Now there are some workouts that you can do where you can burn, you know, 500 calories. They're pretty intense though. Yeah. So, and if you've already been working out at the gym, if your body's already gotten used to working out, you're probably not burning as many calories. Cause yeah. And I think it's important to interject real quick. You yeah. may be going there, so I'm sorry, but the more in shape, healthier you get, the less calories you're going to burn too. Yes. It makes it, which sucks. But <laughs> I've always tell people, you know, if you've got a lot of weight to lose, it's easier in the beginning. Those last mm-hmm. five, 10 pounds suck. It is so much harder. <laughs> yeah. So if you're already, you know, not able to burn off 500 calories in one workout, you're going to have to you're going to have to go back to the gym or work out longer. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to work out twice a day. Hell no. Um, so it, that's where your nutrition comes into play is, you know, you focusing on not – or where, you, I guess, more so, you don't want to have to think about using exercise in order to get you to your goal. Yes, it helps. It does. Right. It, I mean, you – Cardio, you burn off the instant calories. Strength training builds muscle, which we'll talk about in a second, which can help increase your metabolism to help you burn more calories at rest. But the biggest contributor to your overall weight loss is going to be your nutrition. Which sucks. Which <laughs> sucks. So I watched, and I'm actually going to post it on our Beyond Fitness page because it really puts things into perspective. I watched this short little YouTube video and it's these two men for two minutes. So one is eating for two minutes and the other one is exercising for two minutes. Now the one that's eating, he's eating pizza and soda and the other, yes. And the one that's exercising is running on a treadmill. I think he's running like 11 miles per hour. So he's running at a pretty fast speed. I write So in those two minutes, the man that was eating the pizza and soda ate 800 calories. Just took two minutes. Two minutes. Mm -hmm. In that same amount of time, the man that was running burned off 42 calories. So it goes to show you, (laughs) you know, like you're going to have to run a lot in order. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that's nothing. So, and I'm also, there's another thing that I'm going to be posting on our page to give a better visualization, but I had this chart that shows you approximately like these types of foods, what you would have to do exercise wise to equate the number of calories. So two slices of Little Caesars pepperoni pizza is 560 calories in order to burn off that pizza you would have to do 65 minutes of moderate cycling for just the pizza. Nothing else you ate that day. Right. Um, For a can of soda, it's 140 calories. You would have to do 23 minutes of walking four miles per hour. 
So yeah, it's, it's crazy to see it like that. Um, but I think it's important to, to know that for us to say that neither of us advocate like, Oh, you ate the pizza. Well, now you need to go run for two hours to burn it off. That's not what we're saying here. Um, at all. It's just a good, since we can't see you in person, it's a good visualization of why nutrition is so important. Right. And I'm glad you brought that up. It just, yeah, it just gives you a visualization of how much, like just the day-to-day things we do or the activities that we could do and the foods that we can eat. So if your goal is weight loss, I would not suggest, you know, incorporating all these things in on a regular basis. Could you slip it in from time to time? Sure. I mean, I'm not, it's not a pass for you to go have pizza, you know, tomorrow night. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's be mindful about the food that you're putting in your mouth and your goals. Right. And don't punish yourself because when you punish yourself by, you know, running on that treadmill for eating those cookies, you're, you're, you're creating that negative relationship with food and that be, well, more so the behavior which is going to cause problems for you down the road. Yes. And, I mean, I think you would agree that our, our ultimate goal for our clients is to cultivate a healthy relationship with their body and with nutrition. Um, and that does not include, you know, beating yourself up over eating pizza or, you know, saying things like if you find yourself saying, oh, I was bad, I had ice cream or I had, it's not about that. Um, and I just totally lost my train of thought. So just whatever you were going to continue. Yeah. I mean, so what you had, you know, some ice cream, should you have had that whole pint? Probably not, but you did. So move on. Don't be like, don't go run on the treadmill for four hours. Just move on. Just, I mean, now if you enjoy running and you're like, oh, you know, I don't, I like doing it. I might as well do it just to get myself head. Sure. Go ahead. But Go don't consistently being like, oh my gosh, I had this. I need a, I need a workout. Cause it, it's again, creating that negative relationship. Like every time I eat something bad, I've got to go work. You should enjoy your physical activity. Yes. It should, because when you don't enjoy it, that's when you stop doing it. Yes. So true. You should, you should get some, and do I enjoy working out every single time I work out? No. I mean, I don't enjoy, I don't enjoy all those planks and pushups that I got to do, you know, I, in my, in my classes that I teach, but I, I enjoy the feeling I get afterwards and the sense of accomplishment. And I don't ever look at like, Oh my goodness, I ate all of that crap. And now I've got, I have to go, you know, to the gym and run like five miles on a treadmill. Right. Oh my gosh. If I thought that way, I would shoot myself because I hate running, (laughs) but I know me too. It's so weird. People like that. But then I mean, yeah, it might act as motivation not to eat those things, but at the same time, how long is that going to keep up for? Exactly. So it's just a really good practice to get, like, to not get into by always connecting 
poor eating choices with exercise. You right. Correlate good eating choices with exercise. Yes. So that's my song and dance on that. <laughs> but, you know, I, it's important to stay. And I, I do highly recommend staying away from extreme low-calorie diets. Um, and you want to eat for your health with realistic goals in mind. So you don't want to have this fantasy of how you want to look in a bikini and it be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to lose 30 pounds next month. Well, that's just not realistic, not healthy anyways. I mean, you might be able to do it, but what is that going to do for you long term? Like, are you going to be able to sustain that? Are you losing fat? Probably not. If you're losing it that quickly, are you losing muscle? Yeah, I yeah. Yep. Uh, water weight too, but you have to think about what is realistic versus what you want. Because yep. if you're just going for what you want, it probably won't stick. Agreed. So, and that's why those extreme diets, the you know, low-calorie um, fad diets, a lot of the fad diets don't work is because it's something you can't stick with. Right. And that's what I, I – it still surprises me when I hear clients come to me um, saying that they're, you know, eating around twelve to 1,300 calories a day because they're trying to lose weight. Um, I wish that would just die already. <laughs> right. Um, because here's what's happening. I want you to think about it like this, if you're already eating at 12 to 1300 calories and you're not losing weight, right? What, okay. What's, what do you have to have to lose weight? Exactly. You have to have a deficit. Mm -hmm. Okay. So if you're already eating and I know, you know, this, I'm just Mm -hmm. explaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, If if you're already at 1200 calories. I love it when you school me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Girlfriend, if you don't know this. Yeah. Right. um, (laughs) uh, We got a problem. Um, so if you're at 1200 calories already and you're not losing weight, you have to create a deficit to lose weight, right? So let's say you drop your calories down to 900 a day or even a thousand. We'll make it simple. Which is like nothing. What? Right. I know. It's just makes me want to cry. Um, like I have a little bit less than that for breakfast, but anyway, uh, so, so you're at 900 calories, you're at a thousand calories now. You have to ask yourself. Is that something you can sustain long-term? Can you get by on a thousand calories? Okay. Let me back up a little bit. You you've dropped down from 1200 to a thousand, right? You've lost the weight now. Okay. Mm-hmm. You lost those last couple pounds. You're finally happy. The number on the scale, you know, the pants fit, whatever. Can you sustain eating that way, eating that little forever? Or as long as you want to maintain those results is a thousand calories going to be enough to get you through birthdays and holidays and dinners and girls night out and bad days or, you know, crappy times or just whatever. Probably not. Yeah, probably. Um, Well, and even take it one step further. So just say that you don't hit your magic number. You're, you're getting there, but you don't hit it and you hit a plateau. Right. What do you do? You have to drop 200 more calories. Yep. 
Is that or or increase your activity? That's the other thing. You can increase your activity, but you're having yes. to increase it a lot. And are you going to have the energy from what you're eating to be right. able to increase that activity? Right. So what I do to combat that for my clients that are eating at such a low deficit, and I know that it can be scary um, because we think, oh, we're going to start eating more. We're going to gain weight. Obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I get it. Um, there's some things that I, some protocols that I put into place to help my clients kind of overcome that. Um, and we introduce more calories very mm-hmm. slowly because what we're trying to do is rebuild that metabolism and you can do it. Um, it takes time. It's not an overnight thing. It's not like, you know, next month you're going to be eating 3000 calories and everything's going to be fine. (laughs) It's a very slow going process. Um, but it is totally doable. So if anybody out there is still stuck in the 12, 1300 calorie range, I'm telling you right now, you're wrong. Um, unless you're one of those teeny tiny little people, (laughs) I mean, it does work for some people, you know, that's just somebody that's like four eleven and you know, 90 pounds. Well, and when you get older too, and and as you get older, yes, you do less calories for sure. But on a whole, you know, for the average, you know, 18 to to 50 year old, that's not going to work. No. Um, So again, just like what we said in the beginning is what you're doing long-term sustainable, I think is so important. Yeah. Well, yes. You know, and going back to the 12, 1300 calories, (sighs) you know, you're, you're, you're messing with your metabolism. It's ultimately what it comes down to. You're messing with your metabolism by keeping it at 1200, but not being able to always keep it at 1200. Now, am Mm -hmm. I saying like, you can't have a cheat meal or something where you're eating, you know, an extra 300 calories one day a week? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But it's just something that you have to, when we say sustainable, the reason we're, we're prefacing that or emphasizing that is because if you can't sustain it, you're not going to be able to keep that weight off. Exactly. Because now your metabolism is all jacked up because you kept it so low for so long and you sh- it shouldn't be that low because right. it's just not something your body can handle. Yep. So it's just... It's just something, again, another thing to be mindful of. And it's, there's ways to find out your magic number. And there's no, unfortunately, there's no exact science. There are ways um, to get an idea. It's all trial and error when it comes down to your nutrition and weight loss. Um, It's really frustrating a lot of the times. Super frustrating. But... You, you know, through the education process, you're learning your body and you're learning what works for you. So it takes patience. It takes time, um, not just to actually get it off. But once you think you've got your body figured out, then it changes and you've Girl, got to figure it out. <laughs> why do you think I ordered the stupid Peloton? Yeah. Because what has been working for the past couple of years is not working as efficiently anymore because my hormones are changing. I'm getting older and, you know, you have to adapt. Yeah. I mean, your body naturally wants to maintain. It's just human nature, homeostasis. Your body naturally wants to find some kind of maintenance level. And so you've got, you've got to challenge it in different ways in order to get it to where you want it to be. And it's going to fight you every step of the way. Oh, 
for sure. <laughs> our bodies, our, our minds want to take, it's its natural inclination to take its easiest way out. And it's going to give you pushback if you try to do something hard. That's just the way it works. But, it, you know, it's all about applying the eat right, not less mentality. Because you want to stimulate fat loss and muscle growth. And that's the way to do it. Yes. You know, consuming a healthy balance of carbs and fats and proteins, you know, will help you to get to those fitness goals. You You have to find the balance. And when I say balance, yes, it includes, you know, the not so good for you foods. Because that's what's going to keep you going. Unfortunately, us as humans, we're motivated through food, one of the ways we're motivated. And if you're always eating good 100% of the time and you're not allowing yourself those, you know, treats and treats and cravings, then you're going to be miserable. Yeah, for sure. I I can't tell you um, how many clients I've had that have been like uber strict for a long time. Um, and like never deviate from a meal plan, even though that's something I don't advocate, but they still do. So whatever, just support them the best that I can. Right. Finally, I will get them to give in and chill out a little bit and go enjoy themselves. Every time they see a huge drop on the scale. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. And then, I mean, I have clients where, you know, over like, if there's like an event coming up or, you know, like, um, I don't know. Super Bowls coming up over the weekend. They know that they're going to have obstacles to right. overcome. I'll be like, okay, well, we'll switch things up in your in your um, nutrition plan for the weekend. Like maybe focus on, okay, maybe bring some of your own stuff, which I always recommend. If you're trying to watch what you're eating sure. and you're going to an event, something where there's a potluck or you can bring food, bring your own food. Either that or eat before. But right. Maybe try eating something higher in fat and, you know, try to find the healthier fats, obviously, but something higher than fat, um, just so it, you get fuller quicker, you know, it's just, it's just, they may not be on a high fat, low carb diet, but we might adjust it for the weekend just slightly. So they're not overindulging on things that are going to, you know, set them off track. Right. And that goes back to being flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you can't be so rigid all the time because that's, that's not going to work long-term either. No, it's, it's, and it's, it's not fun. No, it's not. <laughs> I've been there, done that too. Remember I was the, you know, broccoli tilapia girl oh, yeah. every day. It's girl, I don't fun. know how you lived like that. I yeah, been it was miserable. Yeah, it oh, was my. stupid. But, you know, we all go through times. But I'm glad. Yeah. yeah no, I'm, I'm glad I did. I wouldn't change it because it taught me a lot, you know, and I can, I can help people that have been in the same boat or that feel like that's the only option for them. Um, so I wouldn't trade it. Yeah. I mean, it, and it was a stepping stone mm-hmm. in, you know, in your life, in Absolutely. your nutrition, fitness, wellness path. Um, and yep. you, I'm sure you learned a lot about your body in that time. I've learned that my body can no longer eat uh, broccoli, which yeah. is sad. Yeah, that is sad because yeah, yeah. broccoli is really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, so I guess the biggest takeaway from today is, you know, exercise alone is beneficial. But 
your nutrition is going to make the biggest difference in how your body looks and how you feel. So, you know, if you're wanting to change your body or change your overall wellness, then you have to focus on your nutrition. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, do you have anything else that you would like to add? Um, no, I, you know, you know me, I'll probably will end and I'll be like, oh my gosh, yes, I wanted to say this. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about. Yeah, it, it, it is mine too, because I, I feel like, you know, we've both been there, done that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's, it is just about finding that balance. And, and when I say when personally, when I say balance, I don't mean like this perfect euphoria, everything is right because it's never going to be perfect. No, you're just going to find that, that rhythm that works for you for that time period in your life. Right. Right. And there's always a give and take, like there might, like right now, a lot of us can devote more time to ourselves and our, um, we're working out more than we ever have been because we have that time. So it's just about structuring whatever you're doing to try to make it, um, to where you can carry that out long-term. That that's, that's my shift because when I first started, it was all about getting that number on the scale and, and hitting this certain thing, like, you know, by this date and this goal at this time versus I didn't give a crap about my long-term health. That wasn't even on my radar. I was like beating myself up. And then I um, was doing a program that was nobody has any business doing at home. Um, Even though I love the creator of it, it's just ridiculous. Um, And I fractured my foot doing it. And then it just kind of sent me downhill from there. But um, if we can get people to shift to thinking about their health versus just the aesthetic. Yes. Yeah. And that's actually, I'm glad you brought that up because that's something I was thinking about bringing up earlier is you have to focus, you have to make the focus. I mean, we want to make it about aesthetics. So we want to be, feel attractive. We want, you know, to exude confidence, but if you don't have your health, it doesn't matter how you look. Oh yeah. And even, even if you look great on the outside, if you're not healthy on the inside, mentally and physically, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So if you focus on your actual health, the other things will fall into place. Yeah. Well said. So it's, you just, but it's getting people there. It's getting your mindset there. Yeah. That's the hard part that people struggle with. Cause you know, they see all these things on social media or in the movies or on the news, wherever they're seeing magazines and they're only seeing the pretty picture. They're not seeing all the work that those yeah. people went through in order to look like that or the sacrifices they're having to make to, you know, get their bodies that way. Right. Right. Um, and most of them were paid to look like that. So you bet your butt that if I'm getting paid it, to look it, a certain yeah. way that, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be cutting a lot of corners and I'm not going to be giving myself cheat days and all that kind of stuff. Right. And it's important. And this is a whole topic for another podcast that we'll get into, but it's important to make sure that what you're doing and the goals you have in mind are aligned. 100%. You know, so I'm going to end with that because that's a whole other topic. Yeah. <laughs> that I don't whole other get into. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but that's all I've got on that today. Well, I feel like that was a good talk. I'm excited that we got all of that out there. Uh-huh. I know. I just, I hope people take it to heart and don't get, you know, their panties in a wad over it. Um, it's just, we come from, you know, it comes from the heart and it comes from our experience, both personally and then professionally training hundreds, maybe thousands of people who knows between us. Um, and this is just, we know for long-term results that focusing on your nutrition and overall health is, is paramount. Yeah. And not to get discouraged. I mean, it's so easy to get discouraged, but you know what? You have a bad day. It's all right. Just dust yourself off and there's a whole new day tomorrow. Exactly. Cause you're going to have bad days. Yes. Um, it's, it's inevitable. It's never going to go away. Yes. You know? Yes. Expect, expect those roadblocks because yeah, exactly. It happens. (laughs) Absolutely. All right, sister. Well, I will catch you next time. Catch you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith. Get fit. Until next time.